Welcome to the Aid Station. I'm Chris Robb, and today is my great pleasure to welcome a good friend of mine, Russell Wong. Russell wears many hats. He's uh, universally known as a celebrity photographer. He played himself in uh, the amazing movie Crazy Rich Asians. And what many people don't know is that Russell is hugely passionate about sport. And that's where we first met about 14 years ago, working on uh, Cycle Singapore. And uh, I've had some amazing sporting experiences with Russell since then. And it's uh, wonderful to see you, Russell. How are you? All good here. Just, uh, you know, just hanging out like everyone else. That's all you can do. Yeah, great, great to have you on the show. I've given you a little bit of an intro, but wh why don't we take the opportunity for you to tell a little bit about your backstory of, you know, how you got into photography and, and the amazing journey you've had uh, photographing celebrities all over the world. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I was never interested in photography. And uh, my dad, you know, gave me a camera when I was 16 and sent me away uh, to the University of Oregon in Eugene. Uh, the northwest co uh, side of America, and um, I attended the University of Oregon, and I was a finance major actually. Um, so I discovered photography because I love track and field. I love track and field, and I started using the camera to record, to shoot all these amazing track stars that were training there. Um, primarily, the people that started Nike were based out of there. The University of Oregon coach Bill Bauman. Um, and uh, yeah, I met all of them and uh, just use, actually used my photography. I used my photography to actually just to keep pictures of these people I admired, you know, from the time I read about them. And they were all in my backyard in, in Eugene, Oregon. You know, and I was only about, I was about 17 then. So um, yeah, I started really early and it was just a hobby, like, like how all photographers start, you know. Yeah. Um, and then one thing led to another and I started actually photographing all these athletes in the, at the university. Wow, and your, your, your kind of breakthrough photo was a photo of Sebastian Coe for yeah. the cover of Runner's World, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was for a cover of Track and Field News. Track and Field and, News, uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. So Track and Field News is like the very serious, they call it the Bible of the sport. And I always, uh, I, you know, even in Singapore when I was a kid here, I, I had a subscription of it, you know, just to keep up with times and, and who's on the, the top 10 world list because, you know, there was no internet. And, yeah. you know, that's how I got, got all my information, you know, through this magazine. And, um, yeah, well, I, it's, you know, Sepp, Sepp came to town after he broke all the world records, you know, the miracle in 41 days, they call it. And, uh, yeah, it's just right before, the, right before the Moscow Olympics he came. So this was 79 of fall. And um, his first trip to the U.S. And, and he was just giving a running clinic at the, the local park, the local state park by the university and I cycled down with a friend and came down and, and started taking pictures of him while he was giving the, uh, the running clinic. Um, and yeah, it started from there. And it was just one roll of Kodachrome, <laughs> wow. a roll of 36 of Kodachrome and I brought that to Nike, uh, you know, and cycled there in the rain. I still remember and got a name and, and managed to give it to the, the head of the marketing guy, Mr. Jeff Hollister, who was like, I think the third or fourth employee uh, at Nike and there were only like four guys in there um, yeah, and, and Jeff gave it to the magazine and, and uh, little did I know I mean when I was having summer vacation in Singapore I got a call from the editor and they said look we're going to use a picture of Sebastian Cole for uh, the year end issue uh, can we use it I'm like whoa of course you can use it. <laughs> I paid 150 bucks you know and that was my first paid job and first, first published picture that's incredible and, and, and then the journey from there has gone on you know amazing 
you know, you, you kind of moved, I guess, more into the entertainment space, didn't you? But also sports stars. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, this, um, you know, like after shooting sports in, in college in, 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 in Oregon, uh, I decided to skip over and, and go into portraits and fashion because that was what I enjoyed doing. You know, I did research and, um, you know, just there's this thing called fashion photography and I got kind of hooked on it because I could create from scratch. It wasn't just documenting people running. I could be more creative. And I enrolled myself in school at the Art Center in Los Angeles, in Pasadena. Uh, amazing, amazing private art college. And really like honed my craft in and, and it was the first time I went to school to learn how to shoot properly, you know. Because <laughs> until then, I was just self-taught and I never read magazines or books. I just did it myself, had some friends help me. Um, and slowly moved into that space of portraits and fashion and, and celebrity and entertainment work because uh, you're based in LA. So what else do you do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, amazing. And, and behind you is a, is a great picture of, of the Tour de France, one of your <laughs> pictures. And, uh, and I, one of my, I've been so lucky, I've had so many amazing sporting <laughs> highlights. And, uh, and one of my most amazing experiences is spending a week behind the scenes on the Tour de France with you. I think we were trying to work out exactly when it yeah. was, but about five years ago, incredible experience. And we, think, we kind of met yeah. through Cycle Singapore. Someone said, oh, you know, why don't, why don't you connect with Russell? I think it was Linda Fulford introduced us. And, uh, and we had yep. a, an exhibition of your Tour de France photos. And, and you, you know, this is one of your passions that I don't think all of your followers know about. People see you as the celebrity photographer, but you yeah. know, you, I've seen you at marathons. I've seen you doing our event. You do the elite events. You've got this huge passion for sport, haven't you? Formula One. Yeah, I mean, since I was a kid, you know, it's, uh, since I was a kid, played football, cycle, uh, rode, uh, rode bikes since I was 13, 14, got my first road bike, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's always, sports has always been a big part in, in my neighborhood, you know, because all the kids were running around or playing football or cycling. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's still a passion of mine. You know, I'm a huge, huge sports fan. And uh, yeah, that's how I started and, and it'll never stop. And of course, I moved into the whole entertainment arena and, and, and then people know me because I'm shooting these famous celebrities and singers and actors. But I never really hardly talk about the sports side of it, you know, because they don't see it being published. Um, yeah, but it, 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 it's, it's still, I mean, it's a huge part of my life. Yeah. You know, and it's not, um, it's, it will always be. So I, I'm crazy about sports. Anything that moves, anything that has a ball, things of some speed, <laughs> I'll be watching on it. I'll be watching it for like the, the 24 hours on the, on, on the TV. You know? so, so you're crazy about sport. Are, are you going crazy at the moment? I mean, you're, you're, you're in Singapore with your mom um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and you're in this kind of situation where obviously you're not shooting, not even shooting fashion or, or any of the other yeah. stuff you do. <clears throat> um, Singapore's just extended its, its lockdown. How, how, what's life for you at the moment and, and what's keeping you busy? Right? It's, uh, I mean, you, you do the best you can. I mean, I, I managed to borrow a bike. So I got myself a bike, all the basic stuff, and I'm able to ride. So I'm, I've been riding around three hours three hours, you know, every day if I can, yeah. you know, on my little mountain bike around the city, around the, the, the tracks, around places I haven't been. And, you know, sometimes with my camera, sometimes without my camera and I go cruise around and, and do that and, and, and look for potential spots to shoot actually yeah. while I'm doing it you know, on the bike, you see more obviously. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, you know, taking shots uh, just to document this, this period where you don't see people on the streets which is very, very uh, rare in Singapore mm. because we're a small city. And um, yeah, do that. And I mean, the, the, as you know, like, you know, you ride for three hours or so, you're so beat, 
and you just sleep the whole day. So you yeah. just wake up and do it again. <laughs> it's so that's kind of good. To have the, yeah, so that's kind of good way to pass your time. <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm catching up on a lot of sporting events, which I haven't seen. A lot of sporting documentaries yeah. uh, on YouTube, uh, which I haven't seen. So people are sending me all these uh, snippets or, or, or programs I haven't seen. So I'm catching up on that, actually. You know, a lot of the cycling stuff, a lot of the races, a lot of the profiles, a lot of the behind the scenes. Uh, documentaries which I love and of course also the music side of it I mean I love the music mm, yeah, part of it yeah. Yeah, so that's a big part of what I do too and I love so I'll be watching a lot of music documentaries but yeah I mean in terms of going out yeah you know you can go and pack your food so I cycle out and I get my food you know wherever I want and it gives me motivation to cycle cycle some more and just to get out you know even cycle 20 minutes just to get my lunch, you know, or my dinner, or, or even take my night rides. I love the night rides because it's a lot cooler here. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, it's my it's my come out kind of outlet, and I, yeah. I, I really still enjoy it, you know. So. And another of your great loves, food. I mean, you 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 you're a real foodie as well, aren't you? you yeah. Love your food. And, so and I mean, you have endless supply. Food. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. endless supply here, right? Yeah. So every hawker center, you got like four dishes, five dishes you can pick out. So it's it's food is not a problem here. Food is not a problem here. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, you can eat, you know, still pretty well, yeah. right? You, you can even, you know, order it. But I'd rather go take out. And, and so it gets me out and I ride my yeah. bike or go get it or something. Yeah. Fantastic. Sounds great. So, so, I mean, I'm guessing from a challenge perspective, business has dried up like it has for many people. Is, is there anything that, you, you know, I've seen some, and you've got so many amazing photos. I mean, you pulled out a beautiful yeah. one of, uh, of Michael Schumacher the other day, which, uh, which hadn't been widely seen, or I don't think it even been published. And so you got these yeah. amazing photos. So you're going back to your archives and maybe selling yeah. some of those. You're obviously not <laughs> shooting at the moment, apart from the stuff you're doing around the streets of Singapore. But I'm guessing paid work is pretty much dried up for you at the moment, has it? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously you can't go shooting. Uh, job you know yeah. so that's kind of bad yeah. uh but 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 it, it kind of gets me focused on my hard drive <laughs> which yeah. i've always wanted to clean up because yeah. i mean people don't realize you know like yeah it's just i mean they see the celebrity portraits and the commercial work yeah but not many people have seen my sports work because it goes straight straight to the agency and then they, they distribute it you know so yeah it's kind of good motivation for me and i'm finding out stuff and images that I haven't seen or missed out, you know, I mean, because you shoot even one stage of the Tour de France. I mean, it's a lot of frames in there. Yeah. And sometimes I'm in a hurry and I, I just edit for that particular use. And that particular use might be, Oh, we want to see the winner. Okay, fine. But you forget about the other stuff. Yeah. Or like the scenic stuff or whatever that sometimes you miss out. So I go back in there. I'm going, I'm going back in folder by folder and it's very, very tedious, but it's very therapeutic too because you discover a lot of images that you forgot you shot mm. because, you know, with, with sports, I mean, you sh you're on a motor drive. You're just cranking it away, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever, 15 frames, 10 frames per second and uh, you eat up a lot of uh, whatever memory. And, uh, but, it, but the good thing is I'm able to look at it with a fresh eye, stand right back, you know, and and just 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 even recall the memories I had, you know, like the trips we did, right? Uh, we yeah. we did a trip uh, a couple of times to, to Tour de France, and that was amazing memory. Uh, you know, great 
great uh, memory of Alpe d'Huez and, and stuff, living out you know, the side of a mountain with no one there. <laughs> remember remember the that night. night driving up through those <laughs> tunnels with the dogs and the mist and everything. Single lane and all. Yeah, German Shepherd. I, th I thought it was going to kill us. <laughs> as we were driving through the, we the tunnel in the, in the hill and then and, you know, finding out that the guy, we wanted to rent the stuff but he was sleeping. So we had to bang the door down to try to even get a room in the, in, in, a, in, the, in the mountain, like what, 1,400 meters up. So that was kind of fun. And I always enjoyed the trips to France, you know. Um, and yeah, so it, it gets me looking at the images carefully because I have so much time now mm. editing, editing the images and putting it aside. Uh, and yeah, I've got, I've got a lot. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just putting it up on, on Facebook, on, 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 on social media, you know, selling it at, at affordable prices to my friends. You know, uh, you know, F1 fans or cycling fans or even basketball fans. You know, just and it's kind of fun. It's kind yeah. of fun for me to do that to just yeah. even share the images that I have that people sometimes they haven't seen it. Yeah, and where do you see? I mean, you know, we're seeing lots of innovation starting to happen. People are having to pivot, and you know, you're kind of innovating to a degree. I mean, it's it's nothing new that's being done, but you're going mm -hmm. back to your your, your backfiles type of thing. But do you see any change to the way that you know photography business might be post COVID nineteen? The impact on sport and the you know the opportunities that are going to be there. Obviously, oh, all of the seasons in the sports that you've been shooting are in turmoil. You know, no F one, no. You're a massive Manchester yeah. United fan. All that stuff's not happening so when we come out of this do you see your your photography industry being any different or you think it'll just kind of revert to normal um, i mean for us you know it, the sad part for us is we got to be there personally yeah right i mean you can't cover an event when you're not there i yeah. mean you can't put a remote camera and just you know take pictures of the webcam right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wish i could do that but then again the fun is being there so yeah. that part of it i don't I don't think you can substitute, you know, and, and if you can't have the photographer there to shoot it, then chances are the event's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to be spectators. I mean, I can see on the back end where I think, you know, I think maybe people would be more, I don't know, more reliant on the computer or just your website where you don't, you don't need to go for meetings like what we're doing right now. This is the first yeah. time I'm doing it. Right. You know, this is great. And uh, you can pretty much do it from your home and maybe they would cut down, you know, your work week from five days to four days or even three days, you know, come in alternate days and ease up on the traffic and all that, which everyone has been talking about, but now they know it. So, and we see good results, you know, the environment is cleaner now. You see mountains you haven't seen in your life. Yeah. You've seen rivers that are clear, you know, um, and it's nice to ride out when there's not many people around. So, I mean, you see the benefits of it. Um, in terms of business side, I, I can't, I can't think, I can't think of anything more or different except that you're just more on conference calls, which, which, you know, I don't need to go drive, park my car, go see the guy face to face. Mm. And, and this has proven, right? What we're doing yeah. now has proven it, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. I, guess, I guess selling out, you know, selling images and merchandise off your web, you know, yeah. I think that's, 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 you know, that's good because it's still, you can get a, a small income. Mm. Uh, yeah, but in terms of as a photographer, it's it's tough. It's tough because we we have to be there. We're not bankers or we're not people that just work in the office. We 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 work on the on, right 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 out on the field. Yeah, you know, just like for you organizing events, I mean, you you got to be out in the field. There's no other way to do it. I not that I know of. I mean, now they're doing all these virtual MotoGP, more virtual F1. It's not the same. No, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, like, there's so, something so special about that live sport, and I think you know the world's craving to get back to it. Russell, yeah. you've been around so many incredible people in, in in your life, from you know amazing best athletes in the world, best musicians, um, actors, and so on. Anything really inspiring? I love to always end these on an inspiring note. Is there an inspiring story, or maybe mm. not even from the high-profile people, just from your life? I mean, you've had an amazing life yourself. Um, Obviously, your your dad played a huge role in your life. I mean, what you know, anything that to to leave the the viewers with on an inspirational note, please. I think, uh, you know, it, you know, of course, you you as much as you relook at what your situation or everyone's situation is right now, and I think if if uh, I don't think you have to worry, you know, if if you still love what you do, and you always make it happen. You know, and I love what I do. And that's what I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a photographer, and and you still try to make it happen in whichever way you want. You know, and and that 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 passion and the love of what you do kind of pushes you through, and you know, get into the same space as your friends that are in the same business, in the same creative field, and we kind of share and kind of help each other out. You know, help each other out in terms of trying to push each other along and seeing like you know who's doing what, what's helping you out. Um, and I think as a creative person, you know, you will not just because of this, I mean, you can, you can lock yourself physically in a room, right? Or an apartment or a house, but you can't lock the mind up, wow. you know? And, and, and for us creative people, we, we, it's not, in fact, the mind runs even freer <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. you have so much time to think, you know? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and like you got all this, this list that I'm writing down or what I want to do when I get out or whatever and uh, things I need to do. So it, it makes you kind of plan a bit more, I think. And I think, yeah, as a creative person, I, the, the creating will never stop. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm, yes. The creating will never stop if you're a creating person. If you're creative and you love what you do. What a great yeah. note to end on. Russell, uh, as always, we could talk for hours. It's uh, been wonderful yeah. to see you. Uh, and uh, hopefully it's not going to be too long before we can catch up in person again for a coffee in Singapore. But thank you so much for making sure. the time. All right. Thanks you, so Russell. much, Chris. Cheers. All right. Bye. Thanks. Thanks.